Yo, what's going on, guys? It is Caleb. Happy Friday. I hope you guys are all doing absolutely well, whether you're driving home from work, at work. You know, you made it towards the end of the week. Valentine's Day is today. Hopefully, you got a nice boo to snuggle up with tonight. But uh, if not, you can watch some basketball today. So that is uh, what we're going to cover today. We're going to cover the NBA All-Star Weekend from absolutely every angle, from a just an NBA fan perspective, from a betting perspective, which is the big one. Um, and even if you play some daily fantasy, I'm going to try and shed some light on, on the slate tonight, even if it's for 5-10 minutes, um, because I, I feel like I know the players all pretty well, and, and it's really going to come down to situations. But super excited, guys. I know a lot of people, you know, interest for the NBA All-Star Game and All-Star Weekend in general has kind of... has gone down a bit and maybe not all-star weekend and the events but definitely the game but for me it's like I go play pickup all the time and and this is literally going to be the best game of pickup you could ever watch so why would you why would I not watch the best pickup game in the world it's literally the best basketball players all playing against each other and I get it defense is not always played but it's still fun to watch these guys go to work Still a little bit confused about the rules this year, but I'm sure we'll figure it out as we go. And if I'm Braun and Giannis, I'm like telling my guys, guys, this could be the best pickup game in the world. Like play like you were 18 or 17 out at the park, just hooping, not even like 15, 16, like you're just hooping. And then whatever happens, happens. That would be my way is like Giannis and LeBron as leaders be like, all right, let's make this the greatest pickup game. It still will be. But uh, in terms of garnering interest, I get it. Anyways, excited about it today. We're going to keep it short and sweet, try and get out of here in 30 to 40 minutes. Um, But excited, guys. Let's get after it. All right. So first off, first things first, tonight we have the... Uh, the Celebrity All-Star Game and the Rising Stars Game. I don't think too many people care about the Celebrity Game. I personally don't. I'm. It's one of those things, like, if I'm just sitting in the living room, like, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably have it on, but I'm, I'm not going to make time to, to watch this. So we'll see. Probably won't be able to watch this. But if you're going from just a pure MVP perspective and who I think uh, provides the most value again you you want to look at guys who who know how to hoop there's a lot of guys that are in there because they're funny um but there's a couple guys that actually know how to hoop and that's Quavo famous Los famous Los won it last year I feel like generally unless you put up a, a crazy performance they don't want you to win it twice um and then you got Q Rich and Darius Miles both a little bit older now probably not gonna have the same bounce or athleticism but you know they know how to play the game of basketball um, so I, I'd go between those four, Quavos plus 200, Famous Los plus 300. Again, but you can tell those two guys, too, like they have a brand to uphold. Like Quavo likes to be known as a, a rapper who can hoop. And, you know, Famous Los, like that's his whole image is is being able to hoop um, and commentate on that the Instagram hoop scene. So those would be my two. It's who knows, really. But uh, we're going to just move forward. We're going to move forward to the Rising Stars game, and we're going to cover DraftKings FanDuel towards the end, but I guess some of this is going to be relatable just in terms of talking about who the MVP will be. Uh, we got the top 
two guys right now uh, clearing away. Zion Williamson plus 275, John Morant plus 300. Both definitely good picks for this. Uh, I, I feel like you need a little bit more value. So if I'm picking one, I'm, I'm not going to roll with any of those two. I think USA in a way is going to cancel each other out. You have Trey Young, you have John Morant, you have Zion, you have Kendrick Nunn, you have Devontae, you have Jaron Jackson. So one of them is going to have to really get going in order to to win this MVP. And, and other people are going to have to back off a little bit. But with Zion, um, I get why he's the favorite. Because you see even in the regular season, he just – numbers just – they just fall. He just falls into numbers. Like you don't have to run in plays. You don't have to do anything. He's just going to go through guys and catch oops and silently drop 25. Like – and this is that perfect environment for him. It's going to be all oops. It's going to be all runouts. And you know they're going to clear a pathway for Zion because who doesn't want to watch that guy? Just it's him and Derek Jones Jr. I think Derek Jones Jr. probably has a. Someone's got to actually answer that question for me. I know Derek Jones Jr. has a forty-eight inch vert. Like think about that. That's that's stupid. Forty-eight inches. That's taller than some kids. Like that's taller than a lot of people. Anyways. Uh, so Zion's in a great spot for this. I, I wanted to touch on a couple other people because, um, again, I'm, I'm most excited about Saturday. Uh, but I think, I think Kendrick Nunn is a, a good long shot to win MVP at plus 1,400. I'll talk about him more in DraftKings. He is actually the only guy in this game from Chicago. Played high school basketball in Chicago. You know a lot of family will be there. He's not going to be, at least I don't think he's the type to just chill and sit in the corner and, and defer to these guys. Yes, he's on Team USA, um, but I, I I think there's something to be said. You know you're always going to try and show out when your family's there. So the Chicago kid is not a bad bet. Um, like Shai Gilgis-Alexander at plus 1,400. Uh, more so, again, the, the USA just has a lot more guys. So with Shai, he's really only going to have to compete with Luka Doncic and RJ Barrett in terms of the ball handling duties. And with Doncic, you know he just came back from injury. You know he's playing on Sunday. He's starting on Sunday. So I, I think if you're the Mavs, for one, you're like, okay, don't go too crazy. Um, and 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 then with, with RJ Barrett, I... He's just not even close to as efficient as Shai. Shai's just on a whole nother level. So, again, we're we're in a Rising Stars game. Defense isn't going to be really the best. But in terms of just who I feel more confident in making wide-open shots, I mean, you got to go Shai. So, uh, I think Shai's not a bad bet at all. Again, cemented as a as a Rising Stars, and I think he'll he's the type of guy who will want to go get his today. Um, and then... Really like Brandon Clark as a big long shot plus three thousand, um, and the big the big reason why is he's on Team World. So just I mean you go through Team World's roster, it, it's it, it's tough, right? So you you have Shy, obviously great, Luca, great, Rui, not going to be a high usage guy, uh, Brandon Clark, Nico Melli, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Mo Wagner, Josh Okogie, Svima Kailu. Just not a ton of guys that are huge, high usage, dribble it up, pull it type of guys. So Brandon Clark's the type of guy who, again, like Zion, same type of this game environment is going to suit him uh, because it's going to be he's going to get a ton of rebounds just because there's going to be shots jacked up. He's the perfect lob guy, can actually block some shots. And and as a big guy in 
being able to hit a three is huge because you he's going to get left wide open in the corner. I, I can or the wing. I, I can promise you have at least two, three of those. Um, and I feel good with him stepping up and knocking it down. So Brandon Clark is worth a look in terms of the actual game itself. We got Team USA uh, five and a half point favorites total three oh four and a half on my book. I, I'm not going to bet the over under on this. Three or four is insane, but it, the thing is, like, that's where it should be. There will be zero defense played if I had to. Life's too bet short to bet the under in a Rising Stars game, so I'd hit the over. Not going to probably, but if you're if you're itching for something, hit the over. Um, and then I'm not gonna in a in a Rising Stars game, I'm not gonna lay five and a half points. Like, sure, team Team USA is better, but it's a Rising Stars game. Like five and a half, like. No, that I, if I had to pick, I'm I'm going world five and a half and on the money line plus two, whatever it is. Um, but for me, I'm not. I'm probably not. Oh, knowing myself, I'll I'll find some way to be on this game. But um, if I had to lean in the world on the side, and then MVP, uh, if I had to pick most likely. <sighs> I mean, most likely probably Zion because he, if he goes anything close to off, you know, I, I don't, I think it's the fans that vote. So that'll be big. Um, Shy, I, I draws a good look. Kendrick's a good long shot. I think the price might be slightly factored in because he's already like the fifth or so most, most likely guy in terms of odds. Anyways, let's get into everyone's favorite part of All Star Weekend, and that is. Ah, uh, real quick. Let's touch. Let's touch on Devin Booker getting in. Happy for the guy. Um, I came out on record last last uh, podcast talking about Devin Booker and how yes, he was deserving, but at the end of the day, like just go win ball games. Like every almost everyone that was in it in the West, you know, they went and won ball games. He could probably have gotten it over Ingram. Um, you could argue that. You can make an argument. But end of the day, go leave no doubt. After the All-Star game, he he had plenty of chances to lead the, the Suns to wins, and that hasn't happened. But I'm happy. And I thought about it the other day. There's definitely money on the line. So I would be pissed if I was averaging what he was and didn't get in, especially with Aiden being out all year. But I, I, I'm excited that he's in, and it was cool of Dame. You know, it's just like a brotherhood. It was like he basically chose for the NBA. Not that I don't think the NBA would have taken him anyways, but um, congrats to D-Book. He deserved it, and uh, good for him, man. All right, getting back to it. We're going to start off with the skills challenge. Um, and we got just an order of, we'll just read it off in terms of odds. Dinwiddie plus 300, Shea Gilgis Alexander plus 400, Siakam plus 500, Tatum plus 550, um, and then you got the bigs, quote bigs, uh, Middleton plus 600, Bev plus 650. No, 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 that doesn't make any sense. I, <laughs> all right, we're just going to read through them. So after Tatum, Middleton plus 600, Bev plus 650, Sabonis plus 800, Adebayo plus 1,200. I don't know why I thought I read that in order of guards first, because I definitely said Siakam. Um, but the guards, if for those of you that don't know, it is organized now into guards and bigs. The bigs have a mini tournament on their side. The guards have a mini tournament on their side. And then the winner from each plays each other. So I probably should know this. I've looked. It's it's kind of tough to find. But my guess would be the guards are going to, one, obviously be Dinwiddie, Shy, and Bev. 
Um, but in terms of the next guard, it's either going to be Tatum or Middleton. I'm guessing Tatum is going to be considered a guard and Middleton's considered a forward. Um, but I don't know. So Sabonis, Adebayo, Siakam, and then we'll see, but it should be Middleton. Um, anyways, in terms of this, and you got to just go for your value. I, I'm not going to, I like Dinwiddie. I'm not going to go plus 300. Again, only one guard can make it out. And so if I'm going between the guards, I'm throwing out P-Bev. I, again, I, I don't know. The guy's from Chicago. The guy's from Chicago, and you know he wants to win this. So I don't think he's the worst bet at 650, but just in terms – the narrative is there, but in terms of the skill, that's a little bit lacking. But, hey, sometimes narrative's absolutely all you need. Um, and in terms of the big man, I mean, you got to love Middleton if he's in the big man. He's literally going to – be in a class with Siakam, Sabonis, Adebayo, he's miles ahead a, a better shooter than all of them. Um, so even if they go through the actual skills part quicker, it's it's pretty likely he's going to knock his first shot down, um, whereas Sabonis, Adebayo, Siakam, the, I mean, you, you like their chance to hit a wide open three, but you really never know, and a lot of times it can come down to that. So... Uh, gotta like Middleton. So Middleton plus 600 is a, a bet I would consider. Um, on the guard side, it's tough because they're really all about the same. Again, if I'm going with one, I'm going with Bev just because plus 650. Um, that's a lot of money just for, for one guy who's from that area to come out. But um, I I like Tatum too. It, based off the odds, they're giving him a worse chance than Dinwiddie and Shy. And that's just not the case. Like, he's he's just as good of a shooter as all of them. He's just as skilled as all of them. So I, I think they're slightly penalizing him just because he's a wing. But he has all the skills of, of Shy and Dinwiddie. Um, and then I like Autobio as a sleeper, plus 1,200. He has the highest odds of the whole group. And he, you can if you watch any heat this year, he can dribble the rock. He can pass the rock. And if he's... That's his thing. The wide open shot from the top of the key might be tough, but there's I can't say that he can't hit it on his first try. Like that's a very real possibility. So for me, if I'm hit, I know I gave four, which is cheating, but I like I like Tatum, I like Beverly, I like Autobio, and uh, I like Middleton. And again, it's more so when we're talking here. It's more so the value. So those guys are all towards the bottom end. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the winner's one of those four. Um, and so you kind of just got to pick and choose. You probably hit two. I, I think the great thing is I think last year my li- my book gave live odds during this. So I'm hoping that's the case this year. You can hop on some stuff. I will definitely uh, I'll definitely post something on Twitter or Instagram um, if I like something. But um, that's how I'm seeing it. If I got to go one, gun to my head. I think you got to like Tatum plus 550 but uh, or Middleton plus 600. But uh, Autobio and Bev, again, not bad bets at all. All right. Moving forward to the three-point contest. We got some absolute snipers in this. Um, and I've actually been able to hit the, the right three-point shooter a couple times. Um, again, I've been betting the All-Star Weekend for like five, six years. So it, what I've seen... What I've seen have the most success in, in this contest is a mix of a guy who, one, is hungry to prove his name. 
Like, obviously, Steph and Clay have won it, but, like, that's because those guys are just stupid elite snipers. Like, you have some really good shooters in, in this, but stupid elites. Okay, they're all stupid elite snipers, but, like, Steph and Clay are a whole different level. Um, so, unless you want a guy who's, one, motivated. Again, they're all motivated, but, like, really chip on their shoulder. Like, I want to make a name for myself. Two, and and probably the most and biggest biggest thing is a guy who whose shot is not is not gonna take a lot of effort, right? So you see someone like take Davis Bertrand's absolute strap, one of the best shooters in the league, and uh, just a great weapon for the for the Wizards. His he jumps so high on his shot, and and that's not to say he can come out locked in and and rail. 25 off in the first round but as you go one if you don't have it early it's tough because your motion is so much you're jumping he flies in the air every time um and and even if you get through one round you have to do that for another round and another round potentially if there's a shoot off and so guys whose motion take a lot more effort um generally tend to struggle so for this there's actually not a lot of big effort shooters it's it's davis bertrands who who jumped super high in the air it's hilarious i'm breaking this down it's Devonte graham who's a, again he's a jump shooter like he is jumping to the his peak when he's shooting um and then honestly joe harris he, he, i wouldn't say he's a big effort shooter but he definitely isn't just cat like he it definitely takes some effort he's definitely jumping um and and again that's just shows you right there he, that's not an end-all be-all. He went went on and, and won it last year. He was locked in. Um, but those are the guys. Well, well, Trey, more of a set shot. Duncan, more of a set shot. And I'm not saying set shot. I know growing up they said no set shots. I just mean set shot where they're barely even jumping, and it's the same easy release almost every time. Uh, buddies like that. And Zach Levine actually is more of a tweener, too. I wouldn't say he puts as much effort as a Bertans or a Graham, but um, – it's not as easily repeatable. So in terms of the actual pick, again, I'm going to give you a couple that I like just in terms of value. And I grabbed these odds yesterday, so they might have changed a bit. But I really like Buddy plus 650. I, I think he'll be towards the bottom in terms of odds as we get closer and closer to it. I think you could probably end up getting him 7, 750 at some places. And that's that's really good value to me. I think, one, again, you have a guy who's got a chip on his shoulder. Um he hears the noise that he isn't as good as he was. Um, and this is a perfect spot for him as a shooter to, to gain that recognition. He was also in it last year. So the moment's not going to be too big for him. He's been there. He know he's already experienced it. And that's actually bigger than you would think. It's not a new experience. He somewhat knows what to expect. And so to give those odds as, as probably the third least likely to win it, I really like that. Um, I, I know a lot of people are going to be on Duncan, very repeatable shot, very easy, smooth motion, but, uh, there's a chance the moment's a little too big for him. That might be a little disrespectful to Duncan. Don't mean any disrespect, buddy, but actually ultimate respect to what you've done in the league so far showing out for the white guys. Um, but it's a, it's a big weekend. Yeah. This is a guy that started at a D three, went to Michigan and it's his first real year on the scene. And so with those odds at plus 400 as a co-favorite with, with Trey, I, I can't justify betting on that. Um, I, I, again, Joe Harris, somewhat of a long motion, won it last year. He's got a target on his back, but he's also a sniper. But I, I'm not going to hit Joe Harris. 
Bertans, I love his stroke. Uh, probably, you could say he's the best pure shooter of the group, but that motion takes a lot, so not going to be on him. Devontae, not going to be on him. So for me, it's narrowed down to Buddy for the reasons I said. Trey at plus 400, very repeatable shot. You know he he's coming in wanting to win this. He wants to add this to his list. Very short list of accomplishments, but growing list of accomplishments. Um, no doubt the moment won't be too big for him. And then you got to like Levine again, plus 750 for a guy who's really turned himself into a really good shooter. Um, again, it does take some effort, but you got to throw in the Chicago narrative. Some guys that might make it more pressure, but I think for a guy like Levine, he'll like that. So um, if I had to pick three, it's Trey, it's Buddy Heald, and it's Zach Levine. I think the winner will be one of those three. Gun to my head right now, I think I go Buddy Heald uh, with with Levine and Trey just slightly behind. Um, all right, and then we got the last, the last and probably most anticipated contest, the slam dunk contest. Got these odds last night. Aaron Gordon plus one twenty five. Shout out to San Jose legend. D. Jones Jr. plus 150. Literally the stupidest bounce I've ever seen. Pat Coniston plus 400. Dwight plus 500. Um, and generally in these dunk contests, what you've seen and what I've liked is, is betting the guys who are three and four in terms of odds. Um, yeah, there's four people. They're dunking. It comes down to execution. And at a certain point, it doesn't really matter how many hops, how much hops you have. Um, it, it comes down to your creativity and just ability to execute. Um, but in this case, uh, it's a rare time. I'm going to go with the favorite. I think for me, Dwight, Dwight's going to get creative. That That's the scary part. Dwight is going to get very creative, but he's limited. He's seven feet. He's 30 years old. He's obviously transformed his body. Ultimate respect. I love the way he's been playing this year, but this is a dunk contest. And, He's going to have some physical limitations. He can't do as much with his body. And so um, he's out for me. Pat Connaughton plus 400. First time in the dunk contest for sure is going to want to make a name for himself. He's one of those. This might not make sense, but like Aaron Gordon and D. Jones Jr. have the hops, but they're like flexible hops. Like I feel like they can do stuff in the air. Like they're just hanging in the air. And they're like living there, like oh, I can do stuff while I'm up here. Well, I feel like Pat Connaughton is just a straight jumper, and and in the NBA, I've really only seen like he gets up, but they're pretty straightforward dunks. So I'm just going off of what I've seen. I'm sure he'll bring something creative in, but uh, he's out for me too. So it comes down to Derek Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon. D. Jones Jr. again, most hops I've ever seen, and that's saying something. But I think. He's almost becoming too much of a sexy pick. I think everyone's on him. I think D. Jones hears that. Is going to have some pressure to do some crazy things. And I think for him, I think his best shot at winning is is just simplifying it. Understanding, dude, I can literally jump. I can literally almost kiss the top of the backboard. Like, don't overthink it. I think he's going to, because people are expecting so much, try and do some crazy, crazy stuff, which I'm all for. But it's going to be tough. I think there's probably going to be a dunk where he doesn't – he either reverts to his backup dunk or is not able to put it down just because it's that ridiculous, which, again, I'm all here for. But I think that will hurt him in terms of the betting. Um, and Aaron Gordon. I, I got to roll with Aaron Gordon. He One, he's been there. Two, you know the creativity he has. One day I got to post a video of, like, 
I've never seen a guy score more with his back literally facing the rim. Like he enjoys scoring backwards. And so that that just goes to show he's he lives in the air. Like he may not have the same hops as D. Jones Jr., which is crazy because Aaron Gordon has stupid hops. Um, but the creative the creativity's there, the narrative's there. And then obviously, I mean, he got snubbed. He got snubbed against Zach Levine. No disrespect, Levine put on an absolute show, but he wouldn't be back in this contest if he wasn't trying to to go for his absolute revenge. Um, and I read an article earlier that he said his mentality is to do dunks he's never done before. Again, that could lead to maybe not finishing dunks, but I love that mentality going into a dunk contest. Like, I'm not here to play it safe. I'm here to win. And he's from San Jose, so like, Really, what would I be doing if I wasn't betting on Aaron Gordon? I get plus 125, but I'll take it. Definitely will be be on that tonight. Um, so I, I know I haven't given you many locks, but um, that's like probably what I'm most confident about. I get plus 125, not the best odds, but uh, more than happy to take those. And, and in my eyes, pretty probably cash. Okay. Remove the actual all-star game. Um, LeBron's team opening up as five-point favorites. Totals at 300. Again, life's way too short to bet the under in an all-star game. I'd go over. Um, but I'm, I'm probably not going to hit that. Maybe hit it live at a, a dull point. Um, and then LeBron's team should win. Definitely more talented. But it's an all-star game. And, and this is a game where talent doesn't always necessarily directly translate towards the winning. Because there's so many guys... You don't really know who, how the flow of the game is going to go. So because of the talent, definitely, you know, having LeBron, AD, Kawhi on a court when guys start to lock in is is going to be an advantage. But to say that they're going to cover five and win by six, definitely doable. But I, I also think Giannis's team hears the noise. Um, and you saw it last year. They were up for most of it, just couldn't close it. Um, I think similar thing happens this year. They're going to come out aggressive. No, a little bit of a chip on their shoulder for an all-star game, which I, I'll like. I Again, I don't really know how it'll work from a betting perspective because they're switching up the whole way they do it. Like, that actually might play into factor because I think in the last court, or the last court, the last quarter, they add them all up, add tw- 25 to it, I think, maybe, and play to it. So it's going to slow down. I, I wonder if maybe the under and plus five are, are locks then because if you're playing to a set number one by two i don't know if it's one by two i'm just throwing in my own rules um then you gotta like the plus five but again lebron's team should win Giannis's team uh i think will will play a, a harder at least out of the gate when it comes down to the end we'll see lebron's team should be able to lock in but at the same time um if Giannis's team is already has that rhythm and has gotten out to that much of a lead, it might be tough. Um, so I'd take plus five for team Giannis if you were looking to bet. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend throwing team LeBron money line into a parlay, which I know a lot of you will do. Um, okay, actual MVP odds. Um, you gotta, this is so tough. You got so many of the best hoopers just going up, and it's really whoever gets hot. Um, you gotta like Giannis at plus 450. Under, totally understand why he's the favorite gonna have the highest usage as the mvp on his team and he's his game's made perfectly for this style of game he's gonna get up and down on the court he's gonna now be able to hopefully hit some threes he's gonna get steals he's gonna get blocks he's gonna get a ton of boards he's 
it's going to get almost every board. And then, you know, once he gets the board, he's flying down coast to coast and no one's really going to get in his way. Because in order to, to actually stop Giannis, you actually have to play defense. And that won't be happening, at least early on. So like that, you, you know, he can put up really like an easy 35 and 15 with a couple assists, a couple steals, a couple blocks. That might do it. Like AD, again, hometown narrative. LeBron said when he picked him, again, it was kind of a joke, but it's, there's some truth to it. He said the only reason he picked him was he's from Chicago. Anytime you're playing in your hometown, you're going to want to show out. I, I know if I was playing an all-star game in San Jose, yeah, I, I'm locking in for that game. I got all the homies there. I got, you know, they got the fam there. So I, I like AD if he gets hot early. Uh, again, he's playing with a lot of guys who like to shoot, so that might hamper him early. But y- you know, he's one of those guys where he gets the board, he's pushing, he's going to get a ton of putbacks. LeBron's going to be trying to oop to him. Um, and so I like him as another pick 450, 550. So those are two pretty heavily favored guys. Um, if I'm going for a long shot, I think you like Doncic and Trey. Both of those guys are guys who are first-time All-Stars, so you know they're going to want to make an impression. You see a lot of times with first-time guys, they kind of fade into it. But I, I think both of those guys are guys that this means a lot to them, and, and they're going to let it fly. And so if one of them gets cooking early, I can totally see Trey or or uh, Doncic cooking early. Um, I can see him rolling with it. So at plus 2,000, like 20 times your money, that's worth a look. Um, I think Middleton, honestly, plus 2,200 is worth a look. Um, I believe he's on Team Giannis. So I think just by like being Giannis's teammate, he'll have like the authority to take as many threes as he wants. He's actually improved a lot this year. He, If he can get going early, I, I don't see a reason why he couldn't win at, at plus 2,200. Um, and if you want to, let's go the longest of long shots. Jason Tatum, man, plus six thousand. That's sixty times, sixty times your money for JT to go off in a smooth way. Jay Smooth can get going whenever he wants, but again, it's so tough. These guys are all very good. You, Russ is always in play because you know it. He's going to, he's going to try and get a triple double. <laughs> he's going to do whatever he can to put up his stats, um, and and stats really are what's going to win you this award. So, like him moving forward. Um, and that about covers briefly. I think we we're able to get that done in just under 30 minutes. So if that is what you were listening for, go ahead and uh, go ahead and call it. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm going to cover Daily Fantasy for just a bit. And I'm I'm kind of dumb. I only play DraftKings. I know a lot of you play FanDuel. So some of this will transfer over. Um, but some of it won't because all of this is pricing related. I think some of my favorite guys, again, because I touched on the MVP, I like Shy. He's not as expensive as Doncic, Trey, Zion, Jaw, Devontae. But literally every single one of those guys that I just named besides Doncic is on Team US. So being on Team World, he's going to have a ton of usage. Um, I like I like Kendrick Nunn just because he's from Chicago. He's pretty cheap. He's like middle of the pack cheap. Again, he's got a lot of guys that are going to want to shoot on his team. But as again, he's from Chicago. So he's going to get his looks. I, I You got to know, like, they're all conversating. Like, they got to know Kendrick Nunn's from Chicago. So you, you, you would think they're going to do his, their best to get him the ball. Um, but I, you got to target a lot of world guys. I mean, it just in terms of the over-under, it's 304, five-point spread difference. So you're accounting for, I don't want to do the math, but, like, close to 147, 100, 
48 points, right? I think it should fly over that. That's crazy. Um, 147, 148 points. They could probably get up to plus up close to 200. So, um, just from a that perspective, if you're getting a, a that many points, and most of the guys in terms of uh, DraftKings at the bottom are world players, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the bottom seven are from Team World. So there's going to be a ton of value there. Neil Alexander Walker's four thousand. That's crazy. Nico Melli's four thousand five hundred. That's crazy. Svee's five thousand four hundred. Mo's like all those guys can shoot, and all it takes is them to get hot. I love Brandon Clark in this game. Again, being on Team World is huge. He's towards the bottom in value. Um, he can shoot threes. He's his game's perfect. He's gonna catch oops, grab boards. Um, guys, I'd stay away from PJ Washington. Uh, maybe not stay away from because he's cheap. He's cheap, but. There's just not going to be that many shots to go around on Team US. I like Jaron Jackson. Game's really perfect for this. He's going to get a lot of blocks and a lot of run, and he can strap from three. But again, I really wonder what the breakdown of shots is going to be on Team US because there's so many guys. Um, And I also wonder how much Trey and Doncic put into this. You know, on one end, you think, hey, this is important to them. They're probably going to, they're like the kings of this game, whereas next game, even though they're starters, like, their first year, their first time all stars, so it probably won't be the same dynamic. Um, but you gotta love Zion um, in this in this game environment. So, um, and then Colin Sexton's another guy that is gonna try and get his. Has that mentality of like, I want to go get mine. I'm gonna try and make a, a name for myself. He barely snuck in there, so you know he's gonna be going for it. Um, again, a lot of shots. Trey, Zion, Ja, Devonte, Jaron Sexton, none. Bridge is going to go on to take some shots, PJ. Um, so not a lot of shots to go around, but Jaron's the type of guy where if he hits his threes, gets his boards and and uh, blocks, you're going to be good. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to cover it briefly. I think I think you – Trey and Zion are, are so – I'd prioritize Trey and Zion, but also Doncic on world is huge. So I, I'd prioritize Doncic – from Team USA, you got to like Zion at the top and Trey at the top. Uh, I would Devontae's priced really high. I'm, I'm going to lay off Devontae. Probably, honestly, lay off Jaw, even though he's going to want to make a name for himself. Sprinkle in some Jaron. Mm, sprinkle in some Sexton. Definitely sprinkle in some RJ. Not great, but playing for Team World is huge. Definitely have some Nunn because he's from Chicago. Rui... He'll, he'll he's one of those guys who'll have some decent usage, but he lives in the mid, like the mid range, mid post area, which is not what you really want in this type of game. Uh, we'll have some bridges. Probably won't have PJ. We'll have a lot of Clark. Probably no out Pascal. Maybe a tiny bit of a Kogi and Mikhailu, and we'll definitely have some Melly and, and Neil Alexander Walker just because of their prices. Um, anyways, short and sweet today, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Valentine's Day. Enjoy. This weekend of, of the All-Star break, again, I know a lot of people are like, man, nobody really cares anymore, but like, just think of it. You got the best hoopers in the world gathered in one spot, putting on a show for us. Appreciate it. These guys are freaks. There's been, they're one, freaks, and then two, have put hours of hours of hours into their craft and are the best at what they do. So enjoy it. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I will be back next week with a uh, a co-host. Not sure who yet, but we'll we'll make our second half predictions. Get into you know what what the first half has taught us, and uh, 
set the scene for the second half of the season in the playoffs. Super excited um, to see how things finish off. But thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Again, means a lot. I really do appreciate it. Um, have a great weekend, guys.